We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. When he said he upholds all things by the word of his power, he is saying that's where his power is, is in the word of God. And I think that we've not yet truly understood what he's saying there because we see it throughout the scriptures. It's a line of truth that stretches throughout the Bible. Psalms 107 verse 20 says, God sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Now you notice that he said he sent his word and healed them. Didn't say he sent his word to heal them. He sent his word and healed them. So there was power in that word to do the job. Now it may not have done the job for everybody, but the power was there to do it. That's where the power is, is in the Word of God. The power to transform your life, the power to transform you physically, financially, spiritually, and to cause a sinner, an ungodly person, to become a new creation in Christ is in the Word of God. So he upholds all things by the Word of his power. His promises are held in obedience. The sun, the moon, the stars are in obedience to the Word of God today. Well, we better move on if we're going to get through with this chapter here. Being made so much better than angels, as he by an inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. For unto which of the angels said he at any time, Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. Now, in this verse right here, when he says, This day have I begotten thee. Now, most people say, well, that was when Jesus was born in the earth. That's when he was born on the planet Earth, and God said that about him. But now, if you go to Acts, the 13th chapter, you'll find that that is not the context of that scripture. He is referring here, actually, to when Jesus was raised from the dead. He's not referring to the time when he was born into the earth. He's talking about when he was raised from the dead. You'll find it in the 13th chapter of Acts. And it brings context of this scripture into relationship with the time when he raised. For it says, as concerning that he raised him from the dead. So that's the time he was saying that. This day have I begotten thee. Now, let's go on here. And again, when he bringeth the first begotten into the world, he said, let all the angels of God worship him. And of the angels, he saith, who maketh his angel spirits and his ministers a flame of fire. Now you'll notice the writer here, the Apostle Paul, begins to compare the ministry of Jesus or compare Jesus with angels. And he says Jesus was higher than angels. And he says he has a better name. He received it by inheritance. Actually, there's about three ways that he received a greater name. By inheritance, by conquest, and by the miraculous conception. Now, Let's go on down to verse 8. But unto the Son, he saith, Thy throne, O God, is forever. A scepter of righteousness is a scepter of thy kingdom. Thou hast loved righteousness and hated iniquity. Therefore, God, even thy God, hath anointed thee with all of gladness above thy fellows. And thou, Lord, in the beginning hath laid the foundations of the earth, and the heavens are the works of thy hands. They perish, but thou remainest, and they all wax old as doth a garment. And as a vesture shalt thou fold them up, and they shall be changed, 
but thou art the same, and thy years shall never fail. Here he tells us that Jesus planned the creation. He's the one that brought the manifestation of the earth and the universe into existence, the beginning, the foundation of the earth, and the work of his hands. Now, we could go to the 8th chapter. In fact, I think we'll do that, the 8th chapter of Psalms. And notice that this is what he's referring to here. From Psalms 8, 1, O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth, who has set thy glory above the heavens, out of the mouths of babes and sucklings, hast thou ordained strength because of thine enemies, that thou mightest still the avenger. When I consider the heavens, the work of thy fingers, the moon, the stars, which thou hast ordained, what is man that thou art mindful of him? and the Son of Man, that thou visited him. Thou hast made him a little lower than angels. Thou hast crowned him with glory and honor. Thou madest him to have dominion over the work of thy hands. Thou hast put all things under his feet. So this is what he's referring to here, the work of his hands or the work of his fingers. We know that the world was created by the word of God. Hebrews, the 11th chapter there, verse 3, says, that the world was not made out of things which do appear. It's through faith we understand that the world was not made out of things which do appear. See, it was not made out of something you can see, feel, touch, or taste. It was made out of the faith-filled words of God and of Jesus. It was made from faith. And faith, God's faith, is not nothing. It's something. Some people say, well, the world was made out of nothing, but it wasn't. It was made out of something. <laughs> that something was the spiritual force of faith. It was God's Word releasing spiritual power and bringing creation into existence. So God's Word was upholding all things, created all things, and upholded all things. And this agrees, of course, with John chapter 1, verse 1, the first few verses there, where it says all things were made by Him. Verse 13, But to which of the angels said he at any time, Sit thou on my right hand until I make thine enemies thy footstool? Well, we know that he didn't say this to angels, did he? He said this to Jesus. And I think it's very important that we look at this verse in the light of the established promise here. Sit on my right hand until I make thine enemies thy footstool. Now, you'll find in the Psalms that David picked up on this by the Spirit of God and says that he's seated, Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father until his enemies are made his footstool. Now, that's what God's plan is for his son Jesus to stay seated there at the right hand of the Father until his enemies are put under his feet. Now, I'm convinced that this is a very valid establishment and prediction of when Jesus is coming back to the planet Earth. I believe that it'll be when the body of Christ gets Satan underfoot. Now, you know, there's a lot of people today. They're saying, well, you know, Jesus could come back in the morning. He may come tomorrow. Well, according to the Scripture, I don't believe he'll come tomorrow. The Scripture does say he'll make a short work of righteousness in the earth, and I believe we're the generation that'll see the return of our Lord Jesus Christ. But the reason I don't believe he's coming tomorrow is because that the body of Christ, the church, does not have Satan underfoot. And if the scriptures mean anything, and if this promise means anything, 
that he's going to be sitting right there. Jesus is going to be seated physically at the right hand of the Father until the enemies are put underfoot. The devil, demons, and evil spirits until the church gets a handle on this thing. See, the Apostle Paul talked about that. He talked about Jesus being the head of the church and we're the body. Well, the feet are in the body. They're not in the head. So we're the body, so we are the ones that got to put the feet on the devil. And I'm convinced of this. When the devil is put underfoot by the church, then Jesus will come back, and not until. And we're very capable of doing that. We're not doing it right at this present time. It's not being done, but it will be done before Jesus returns. You can just mark that down. Then we come to verse 14, which is a whole sermon in itself. And, you know, I've taught on angels, and some of these trimesters last year was taught on angels, and this may be just sort of a repeat of it, but you just can't pass over this 14th verse. It says, Are they not all ministering spirits? Now, let's back up and read 13 and 14 together. But to which of the angels said he at any time, Sit on my right hand until I make thine enemies thy footstool? Are they not all ministering spirits are not the angels all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation uh, you know it don't take you long to figure out who that is <laughs> if you're an heir of salvation then he's talking about you the angels are all ministering spirits they're sent forth to minister for you for you are an heir of salvation and they're here to minister for you. Now someone took the book of Revelations there, the figure that it gives over there, and multiplied it out, put it in a computer. And it seems that they came up with about a hundred trillion angels. Now whether that's all of them or not, I don't know, but that's a pretty good group, isn't it? A hundred trillion. That's more than you can count on your fingers and toes, I guarantee you. That's a lot of angels. Well, they're here to minister for us. Now, you notice in the Scriptures, you notice the Bible says that angels came and ministered to Jesus. The angels came and ministered to Elijah. But now here it didn't say they ministered to us, even though they would and do. It says they'll minister for us. Now, I think that's very significant because the angels are here to do things and to guard and protect us and keep us when we're not capable of doing it. But now you see, when you go to talking about angels being ministering spirits and ministering for people, there's always somebody that's going to get excited about it. And they're going to try to send their angel out to just do everything. So be careful about that. Don't go about trying to send your angel off to do something you're supposed to do. Because I'll tell you quite frankly, most of the things people want them to do, they're not in the business to do it anyway. Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now before I leave the broadcast, I want to remind you all this week we have CD offer number 7209. That's 7209. It's entitled Missing Links in the Faith Connection. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling. A total of $19, the missing links in the faith connection. Now, you know, many times people say, well, you know, I believed with all my heart, but it didn't happen. But did you know that when we talk about faith, we're talking about Bible faith. Bible faith only comes from the Bible. You can't get it from anywhere else. 
You can't get Bible faith from hearing somebody's testimony unless they're preaching and teaching the Word. Sometimes people say, well, you know, I believe it'll happen to me because if it happened to brother so-and-so, God will do it for me. Well, now, wait a minute. Are you doing what brother so-and-so did? See, you could believe with all your heart and not have an ounce of Bible faith because you might base it on what someone else said, not the Word of God. See, Jesus is truth. He said, if you continue in my word, then you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. The law came by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. So if it didn't come from the word of God, it's not truly Bible faith. The only place you can get Bible faith is from the word of God. Now, this is one of the missing links in the faith connection. You can't get faith by hearing someone's testimony alone. You must have it linked to the Word of God. You must have God's Word in your heart. That's offer number 7209. It's entitled Missing Links in the Faith Connection. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling. A total of $19. We have a toll-free order line. 1-877-396-9400. one Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.